0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another PC Boys podcast. This is Logan, and today we are going to be doing a review of The Quarry. Um, I know that this podcast is very late, but we're getting to it. Um, My brother graduated this weekend, and I haven't been feeling well, so that's the reason for a lot of the delaying that's been happening, but it's okay. We're going to get this review done today. Um, so, let's talk about the quarry versus Until Dawn, because I think that this is needed to be made as a big distinction. So, when it comes to the quarry, I think that the quarry, in my opinion, has less likable characters than Until Dawn. I would say there was all, I enjoyed every character in Until Dawn outside of one. And the quarry, I enjoy a lot of them. My, uh, three favorite characters in the entire game would have to be Laura, um, Laura, Dylan, and then probably Caitlin. Um, but outside of that, the rest of the characters were okay. They, they're just kind of there. You know, they're not among some of my favorites. Um, so I think of the character department, they're very lacking. I think that that's one thing they really, you know, should have focused on. It's not that the actors gave a bad performance or anything, but we're talking about a horror game, right? A, a, a horror movie styled game where you choose choices that affect your dialogue, relationships, and the outcome of your game, because there's different endings, and I was just, you know, I I wasn't really in favor of a lot of the things that they did, because they they made the game feel very upbeat when it shouldn't, you know, like, yeah, there were obviously your horror moments, but there were times where the music would go from, like, really tense to, like, Oh, everything's okay. Or there would be a joke that was cracked at the wrong time. Um... So, when it comes to, like, the tone of the game... It can change on a whim. And it doesn't always play in favor to the game itself. So, that would be my major, um... I guess you could say complaint on it. Is the tone of the game was very inconsistent. Um... And it just... It threw me really off. While I was playing. Um... And then the characters are not the strongest in, in uh, the Supermassive games. I still think Until Dawn has the best cast uh, to this point. Um, but let's talk about the um, mystery part of this game, right? Because every game in a Supermassive game has a mystery element to it as to figuring out what's going on. Now... This game has to do with werewolves. Um, so in Until Dawn, you had the Wendigo, and in this game, you have werewolves. The Wendigo, in my opinion, was done in a much better way with Until Dawn because of how long it took them to really get to the Wendigo part. But when it comes to the werewolf thing, it it became more obvious as the story went along. Mainly the full moon. The full moon is what gave it away, Because you, when you start to realize that there's creatures, you're, you're, and then you're like, oh, there's a full moon, and there's a lot of mention of the full moon. It's, you know, it starts to really pile up, and you can kind of figure out very easily what's going on. Now, the one thing that was really cool about this game, though, is they have the, um, these, uh, with the choices that you make, you can have so many different outcomes from people surviving or dying or even turning into a werewolf. Um, I believe that the only werewolf transformation that you can't prevent is Nick's transformation, but every transformation after that you can prevent. Um, so it's, it's very obvious that, When it comes to this game, there's a lot more than just trying to survive, it's trying not to kill the other characters by accident, because when everybody starts turning into werewolves, and you're using the silver bullets, you're trying to not kill the main characters of the game. So you have to think twice when you do an action, because you don't know which werewolf is, you know, you don't know who is who, um... And that's the really uh, sad thing about it. It's la- or, or well, sad, and if you know, you you kill a character that you like, but it does make the gameplay better, in my opinion. They give you something else to think about outside of just surviving. It's also trying to not kill the other counselors that may have turned if you made a bad decision earlier on in the game. So, when it comes to the gameplay side of things and the decisions, I think the quarry did better than Until Dawn. The mystery aspect, though, was done better in Until Dawn than in the quarry. One thing that I will say that was done better in the quarry, though, is the Hackett family and, like, the police officer. um, Travis Hackett and, like, that whole storyline and figuring out what the Hacketts did and, and why they're involved. I think that they did a great job with that. Outside of that, though, um, it's all relatively the same kind of thing. Um But yeah, so there's some things that this game really excels at, like having, you know, the mystery element with the Hackett family, but not so much on the creature front. Um, And then they also have less, you know, likable characters than Until Dawn, but at the same time, the gameplay and the choices that you make, I would say have more drastic effects on the outcome of the game than Until Dawn did. Until Dawn feels more, like, streamlined, where there's less endings, if that makes sense. It just feels like that there's more of a certain outcome in the way that the game plays. So, when it came to this game, having that extra element of, okay, if someone gets turned, let's, you know, think about who, when we're using the silver bullets because we don't want to kill any of the characters that are a part of the main cast. Um, so, yeah, gameplay-wise, this is better than Until Dawn. Um, and then some of the mystery aspect of it is better than Until Dawn, but half of it is not better than Until Dawn, and the characters themselves, in terms of likability, Until Dawn did better than the quarry. Now, that's not to say that this really hurts the quarry, because they, they did a good job with the story, and with the main choices of the game, but having a cast that you care about is something that's really important. Caring about characters is very important. So, With that being said, let's go on to some more game features, such as the rewind system. So, essentially, the rewind system in the quarry is if a character dies, right, you can go back, redo a decision, and save their life. This, so the reason that they gave to including this Is that, well, you know, if you make a decision to kill someone, but there was no, like, good amount of information that could have prevented or kept you from knowing who it was, that, you know, it kind of deals with that, right? But I'm also sitting here thinking, but you need to be on your toes. Because of that rewind system, I had more people survive than die in my first playthrough. I would have originally had three people die. Nick would have died. Jacob would have died. And, um, oh, shit, who else would have died in my playthrough? Oh, and Caitlin died. So instead of having one person dead, I ended up having three people dead. I would have had three people dead. But because of that save, um, save a life system, or, or save a character system in the game, which normally you don't get till after your first playthrough, but I bought the $80 edition, so I got it immediately, it ruins the gameplay experience, in my opinion, because it it's more rewarding, and it's and it's less um, punishment on you for making a bad decision or not thinking something through. So in my personal opinion, I think that that system could be removed from the game altogether. I think that you should have to figure it out by yourself without having a rewind system. I think that a rewind system kind of defeats the purpose of a choice-based game where people can die and their lives are in your hands. Just being able to revive them and having a life system... It doesn't make the game tension-filled, because if you fuck up, you can just save them. So, that's what I personally think, my opinion. <laughs> um, so, there's that. So, let's talk about, I guess, the important thing, which is um, the ending. So the ending of the game in Until Dawn, you had the kids get arrested and be interviewed at the end, right? In, at the end of the quarry, you get each character with a little bit of writing as to if they survived, if they were you know were cured of the werewolf curse or if they got the werewolf curse, and you know. And then at the very end, when the credits roll, there is a podcast that is uh, done, and it, I believe it's called like. Bizarre or bona fide or something like that. Um, And depending on how much evidence you collect throughout the game depends on if the uh, camp counselors are set free from jail, if the Hacketts are arrested or if everybody is charged, or if, if, you know, they just find everybody dead there, and the newspaper article on the computer in the background will change at the end of the the podcast episode, which is when the credits are done rolling, and I think that was really interesting that they did that, but I wish that the characters' endings were a little bit more than just a little bit of text on the screen, um, so in my opinion, I think that that's something they definitely could have, uh, worked with, um, But The Quarry, in my opinion, I think was a very well done game, despite its flaws, like I said, um, with not having as good of a cast as Until Dawn. Like I said, they weren't terrible, they weren't insufferable, but they were not as good as Until Dawn. And then the mystery aspect it was half as good as Until Dawn. Um, but that's because in this game you have the werewolf aspect, which is less of a mystery, and then the Hackett family, which is a m- bigger mystery as to what happened there. Um, so at the end of the day, though, I gotta say, I do like the game. I think, you know, when it comes to my rating for this game, I'm gonna give it an 8.5. I think that it's a solid game. It's definitely worth at least a one-time playthrough. Um, so if, like, one of your friends gets it, you know, that's great. Um, play it with them. Now, there is a multiplayer feature coming to this game July 7th, I believe, and you'll be able to either play online with friends, and you guys will get to vote on choices throughout your playthrough, or you can do it with people on your couch, and everybody can vote on the choices being made. So, it's cool that they're actually putting a multiplayer aspect to this, because Until Dawn did not have a multiplayer aspect whatsoever, so I'm curious to see how that works, and if that is implemented and works well. Um, another thing that also is coming out in the quarry is character outfits, like, 80s themed outfits for the characters, which it's, it's just a cosmetic, you know? That's all that it is. In my opinion, it's not gonna do much to enhance the game itself, outside of some bug fixes that they can do. I think I got stuttering at one point in the game, and and it was only at that one point in the game. They did put out an update during one of my, uh, live streams, but overall though the quarry is a good game I think that you guys should go and play it um at least one time if not watch a playthrough of someone doing it um the game is very well done I just think that when it comes to the writing of some characters that could have been better the mystery part for even the werewolves could have been dragged out a little longer possibly um, but I understand that you know that's not always gonna be up to my standards, and that's completely fine, Um, but the game is really good, so I definitely recommend getting it and playing it. but if you are someone that is very tight on cash, I would wait until Christmas or something, obviously, because, you know, the game on Xbox, um, or last-gen consoles is $60, next-gen $70, and then if you want to fork out the extra $10 to get um, access to the gore-fest mode, that's another thing we'll talk about, but I'm I'm not really considering it a part of the game review because you don't play when you do movie mode, but we'll talk about it. Um, so... You get Gore Fest, which is a movie mode setting where you get to watch the goriest um, version of the game with all the goriest kills and stuff. Um, and then, of course, you get a bunch of different filters. You get character outfits that will be released, and also, ah, um, oh fuck, I forgot what else that was in that version. But, anyways you get a little extra goodies for that $80 edition. So let's talk about movie mode. This is not going to be a part of, like, the actual review and rating because it's a movie mode. So essentially, in movie mode, you can watch you can watch the game. I'm not even kidding you. Like, a movie. Like, watch it. You're not making any decisions. You just lay back and watch it. You can watch it either everybody survives, everybody dies. If you get the deluxe edition, you can get the gore fest and watch the goriest version of it. Um... And it all has predetermined outcomes, so literally it's, it's watching a movie, which is cool, but at the same time, if you're going to go through the effort of watching a 10-hour movie, right, that's got predetermined shit, why do that when you can just play the game, you know, and do it yourself? Now, I get it, obviously, if you play through the game multiple times, movie mode may be what the game is used for. I can understand that. I think it's a cool idea to make a movie mode for the game because obviously, you know, it's like it's like a director's cut in a sense, right? You have your version of the movie which you do, and then you can watch a version of the movie that was pre-made with outcomes. So you don't necessarily know exactly how it's going to play out, except for the fact that everybody's going to die or be butchered or everybody's going to survive, right, depending on which one you choose. But you don't know exactly how it's going to play out. But anyways, that is my review of The Quarry. Um, Like I said, I know this is late, but I hope you all enjoyed. Um, I guess I'll do my little review of Morbius, too, because I did buy that on Blu-ray and watched it. It's not that bad, um, everybody, like, said that this is, like, a terrible movie. I think that Morbius just really suffered from a bunch of cut content from the movie. I'm not even killing you. You're ki- I'm not even kidding you. I just said killing you. Sorry, we're talking about a horror game, then I make a, a quick switch over to movies for a second, and I just really fucked up with it. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. This movie would have been a much better movie if they literally- just kept scenes in the movie you can tell that they cut out a lot of stuff and that's really why morbius suffered outside of that though morbius is not that bad of a movie i've seen way worse than morbius so but anyways thank you very much for listening i hope you all enjoyed and i'll catch you all in the next one